I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi there. Welcome along to another bite-sized episode of the High Performance Podcast. Look, we realize you haven't always got an hour and a half to sit and digest and listen and think about the guests that join us on this podcast. However, we still want to impact you as often as possible. And so we've created these bite-sized episodes. They're only seven or eight minutes long just to give you a little bit of inspiration to end your week. Let me just remind you though, there's loads of ways you can interact with us on the High Performance Podcast. Obviously, you can follow us on Instagram at High Performance. You can also pre-order our new book on the description to this podcast. Just click on the link. We're on YouTube as well. You can watch the interviews there as well as hear them. And as well as that, for free, you can sign up to our private members club, The High Performance Circle, by just going to thehighperformancepodcast.com. But however you interact with us, I know that you're going to enjoy today's conversation with Sir Ben Ainsley, one of our greatest ever Olympians, where he talks about the power of complete honesty. That comes next. The focus on failure is is an interesting one for me because when I've obviously I've grown up in television so in TV we're really nice to each other all the time we tell each other how great everything is our first ever meeting after the first Grand Prix that I hosted for the BBC we all sat down and the producer went into this big long ramble about how great everything was until David Coulthard stopped him and said sorry sir you're wasting air and you're wasting my time <laughs> I don't want to know ever again in a meeting about the good stuff because it's already good I want to know about the bad stuff and from that moment onwards, for the four years that I did Formula One and going forwards now with all the other things I'm doing, the focus on the failure, the focus on the bad is so much more useful than the focus on the good. But it's quite a rare thing. I think yeah. people like to look at the good stuff and the bad. They kind of sweep under the carpet because it's not nice to look Painful. at. Yeah. yeah. But obviously you've created a mindset where focusing on the failures, focusing on the bad stuff, you've realised the huge learning that can come from that. Yeah, it has to, and you're, you're absolutely right. And, you know, we we had an interesting, with the sailing team, we went and we did some training with some special forces groups. And one of the fascinating approaches that, that they had, and I think it really resonated with our sailors, was, you know, when they're out in the field and they have a debrief, that, you know, they have to be brutally honest because it's they're in, you know, do or die scenarios. Yeah. People's lives are at stake and there can't be any niceties. And I think when you look at it in that just that that level of intensity i think for our for our sailors it helps to say oh, actually you know we can't we've got to be honest with another and you know doesn't mean to you know there are going to be some difficult conversations but we're far better being brutally honest we're going to develop more as a, as a individually and as a group if, if we take that approach damien it's an interesting one this isn't it being totally honest because it means you have to allow yourself to also be vulnerable and um, being vulnerable is really powerful, but it can be a tricky place for some people to get to. I, I suppose the question is, what are the tricks, what are the tips for people to psychologically get themselves into a place where they can focus on the bad stuff without fear? It's a, it's a really good question, Jake. I think there's a couple of ideas that people can take away from listening to that clip uh, that Ben shared with us. 
I think the first one is that to ask yourself before you set on any task, what is my clear intention? So what do I want to achieve? I think this is a question that I often encourage coaches to ask, you know, before penalty shootouts, when you ask a player, what's your clear intention? And they say, I'm going to put it in the bottom right-hand corner. Do you remove any ambiguity? You remove any sort of other option and focus on what your intent is. And I think when you've got that, that then allows you to then, first of all, have a conversation around that clear intention. So there's no ambiguity, there's no personal politics involved in it. You're having the chat around what we all agreed would set out to do. I think the second thing is then make sure that you give people feedback um, based on their behaviours, not on the personality. So don't attack the individual behind it, but attack how they behaved, how they contributed to it. So rather than suggest that somebody is lazy, that's an attack on them as a person. When you say that I don't feel that you um, arriving on time shows the level of commitment, you're attacking the behaviour. You can change the behaviour without wanting to change the person behind it. And then the third thing is that do it regularly. Do it fast and do it regularly. So this feedback, it taps into what's known as a feedback loop which is where you give the feedback regularly. It gives people the chance to process it, to change their behaviours and then do something different. So there's three things there. Clear intention, make sure you feedback on the behaviour, not the person, and then do it fast and do it regularly. And also, I, I think that this is a good way of finding out whether you've got the right people around you. You know, one of the big questions we often ask people on the podcast is, who do you want to be in your crew, in your gang? And then we ask them how they recruit the right kind of people. You know, sometimes once you've recruited those people, you still have to test and check to make sure that they're coming on the journey with you. And I think that by starting to have brutally honest conversations, by it, particularly if someone's listening to this and they're the leader in a business or an organisation, if they start by being vulnerable, see if others follow, see if others are able to be brutally honest, but not focus on the individual, focus on the process or focus on the things they've done rather than um, them themselves. I think it's a really good way of actually looking at the team around you and thinking, you know, this is where I want to take my business or my life or my family. Are you able to come on that journey? Yeah, definitely. I think that the boat metaphor is a really powerful one, Jake. There's that great saying, I think it's Jean-Paul Sartre says, the only person that isn't rowing is the person rocking the boat. And it's the idea that you want to make sure that everybody is aligned to moving in the right direction. So regularly checking in and saying to people, do you still want to be part of this journey and giving people that choice? that ability to opt out and maybe get off the boat is powerful of, again, going back to that in clear intention. Do you want to achieve the same objectives as us? It's a really effective way of ensuring that long-term commitment. Um, and just to wrap this up, um, it's quite nice to reflect on the fact that actually the Ben Ainsley episode was that it was the first episode we ever recorded for the High Performance Podcast. Do you remember getting the train down to rainy old Portsmouth? I know, yeah. And we sat in that little cafe just near, uh, near the... Um, near the headquarters um uh, yeah it was fantastic it, i think like you said at the time when we came out we both went it just felt like gold dust it felt like we'd been given some real um pearls of wisdom from uh, ben there that that we we're excited about taking it on and i remember being so nervous before because i was like basically the next hour that we spend with ben ainsley is going to tell us if this podcast is going to be a success or a failure it felt like that didn't it yeah, definitely. And we were lucky, we were blessed that we had such a brilliant guest, the guy like Ben that was prepared to come along and speak with that kind of unwavering, unflinching honesty himself as he, as he shared with us how he's uh, now planning his assault on winning the America's Cup. Very good. Right, thanks a lot, Damien, as always. 
No, thank you, Jake. Thanks to Hannah. Thanks to Will. Thanks to the whole team behind the High Performance Podcast. Thanks to Finn Ryan as well from Reithing Gordio, who was also on the train to Rennie Portsmouth with us on that very first episode. We had to run to get the train home, if I remember rightly. We were we were cutting it a bit fine. Um, and thank you, of course, for listening to this. But also thanks for sharing and talking about and discussing the podcast with your friends, putting it on your social media, um, sharing your opinion of the work that we've been doing. It makes a real difference to us. Don't forget, you can sign up for our private members club. It's totally free. Go to the highperformancepodcast.com and become part of the high performance circle. And we'll see you for plenty more very soon.